You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. We're taking you inside the mind of a man. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tyler Stanline, and you may know me from the new Netflix series, Selling the OC. I'm so happy to be here guest hosting How Men Think, and I'm going to answer all your questions and try and help you understand how men think. But first, this is 11 Questions with Tyler. Let's get into it. What are you known for? Tell us about yourself. Um... I'm probably best known for surfing and selling houses. Um, I'm fourth generation surfer and fifth generation real estate. So whether I wanted to or not, those are probably going to be fields that I had some sort of involvement in. Um, And luckily, I love both of them. Who are you in personal life? Who are you in your personal life? Um, Who am I in my personal life? It's a tough question. I would say... In my personal life, I'm probably, I'm like an introverted extrovert. I love to be social, but I also like to come home and be with myself. Um, I spend a lot of time at the beach. Um, that's kind of like my, my church, I guess. Um, I need the ocean or I become a grumpy human. Three shows you are binge watching. Well, number one, selling the EOC. I binged it. You should binge it. That's great. I also just binged Alone, which is so fascinating that people are able to survive in the wilderness for months at a time with no help or intervention, unless they have some sort of medical emergency. That was mind-blowing, and I got sucked in. Um, And then lastly, let's see. I actually just saw that Ozarks had new episodes, and I just started diving in. I watched the first two seasons, and then I somehow just forgot about it and Started watching it last night, and I'm already hooked on the latest seasons. Let's see. What is my favorite food? My favorite food is probably, I don't know, I'm still like a five-year-old. So my favorite food is probably French fries. If, I, if I'm in a restaurant, I'll order French fries no matter what. Like with a salad, with a burger, I'll get an extra side of fries. I just, I feel like you can't eat at a restaurant without ordering fries. Tell us about my career. So my career is... I am a surfer. I'm also in real estate. Uh, my main focus now is in real estate 
Um, and I've been in the business for a long time. I got licensed when I was, I got licensed 12 or 13 years ago now. And um, it's kind of the family trade. So when I was in high school, my family had a brokerage. I was working in the office kind of as just like a water boy, but I was just exposed to a lot, which really benefited my career long-term. And then I worked with the family um, for a number of years. And now I'm at the Oppenheim Group. What is your biggest fear in life? Ooh, maybe sharks. Maybe I, I, mean, I spent a lot of time in the ocean and I still have a pretty healthy fear of sharks. Um, I love them as animals, but I'm still terrified of them. What's your biggest pet peeve? Uh, my biggest pet peeve is loud chewers. I don't know why we can't just chew with our mouth closed. We're taught at a very young age to keep our mouth closed, but people that are chewing with their mouth open and talking and you're seeing the food and food is flying, it's, a, it's an ick for me. It's a major ick. Um, what makes me most happy? The beach and the ocean. It's something that I was fortunate, I was fortunate enough to grow up in Laguna Beach and um, the beach was kind of like our playground. And so every day after school, we were surfing and skimboarding and fishing. And um, it is a place that I need and a place that makes me a better me. And something that is a huge part of my life um, and that I hope I never have to live without. Um, what is your ideal Saturday morning? My ideal Saturday morning would be to wake up and go surfing, come home, have coffee, breakfast, maybe go for a workout, go for a run or something. Uh, I'm not much of like a, like a weight lifter or like gym kind of guy, but physical activity of some sort. And then maybe back to the beach if it's a nice day. Um, as you can see, I'm very boring and just like to spend my time at the beach. Um, are you more of an athlete or an armchair quarterback? I would say athlete, probably. I'd, I want to be like in there with the action doing it, but I will say I'm not a quarterback. Um, you'll see in selling VOC, I don't know if it's in there or not, but I tried to throw a football and I've never really thrown a football and it was about as bad as it gets. It looked like I threw it with my, with my left arm or something. It was crazy. So luckily, if it's, if it's football, I might be an armchair quarterback. Um, what keeps me motivated? Um, a lot of things keep me motivated. I am motivated by, you know, my dad is a very su successful realtor in Orange County. So I've got some big shoes to fill. That motivates me. Um, but personally, I'm just, usually, I'm a driven person. Um, I'm very goal oriented and I set high standards. So I'm constantly trying to be more than what I've already accomplished. And um, I'm not easily satisfied with myself in a healthy way. So I would say myself. Yeah. So that was 11 questions with me. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with some live callers. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. 
Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey everyone, welcome back to Your Break. I'm Tyler Staniland from Selling the OC, your guest host today of How Men Think. And um, let's jump into some live callers. Hi Brenda, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. What's going on? Uh, well, I'm feeling really discouraged just like in general about all dating at all. <laughs> um, I tried this date, you know, the dating app, you go on in and you delete it and whatever the whole cycle and my, it's just not working. Yeah. My friend put me on a double date and it went really well, okay. but then like two days later, he was like, I'm not feeling it. And I, I, I like that. Like, I'm glad that he told me yeah. so fast, but also like, how do you know if you don't like me with one? I just think this happens a lot where we're, we're, we all have these high expectations. And so we're saying no so fast. And what if we miss something? How do I deal with that? I could not agree more. I think it's funny too, because I think now with dating apps and social media, there's almost like, it's almost like you're a kid in the candy store and there's so many options that even though you really like Twix, you're still looking at like the Kit Kats and the Butterfingers and there's all these other options that it's confusing. So it is tough. I mean, have you reached out to see if maybe there was a spark for a second chance or something? Uh, and I mean, no, I, I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to do that. That'd be really embarrassing because I got rejected. It's I'm rejected. He doesn't want me. And now what do what else am I supposed to do? I get that. I get that. Sometimes, sometimes though guys are, I mean, I don't know this. I know with, with me personally, some, sometimes guys are shy and, and it's attractive when a girl takes a shot, but I don't know, at least at the very least, maybe better to find out now than later. And at some point you'll meet somebody in the grocery store or, or on a dating app that, you know, will want a second date and a third date. So what you're saying is I have no control over the situation. I just have to let go. Kind of. And when you know, you know, and when they know, they'll know. And unfortunately, it's just dating is tough. It's a, it's a wild ride, but you will find that person and that person will find you and it'll make all these experiences worth it. All right. I'll hold you to that. Okay, perfect. Hey, Zoe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Well, I just got into a new relationship with someone I knew from college. I mean, we're currently living in different states. Yeah. So, you know, we're doing this long distance. Um, he's not a big social media guy, yet the last three out of his five posts on Instagram are of his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> like specifically yeah. his ex-girlfriend? Uh, yeah. Were they old photos I mean, or new photos? They're a mixture. I mean, it didn't look like they were from a long time ago, but, you know, yeah. they weren't 
this week. Right. So, you know, I asked him to take them down, but he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to make her feel bad. So then I said, hey, why don't you post some of me instead? And he says he doesn't like to post on his Instagram. Like, am I at a line here to be upset about this? Like, how do I get him to take these photos down? Yeah, see, social media is a tricky thing. And it's something that, you know, previous generations didn't have to deal with, but it is a factor in dating. Um, mm. Are they are they close friends still? Because cause I, I've, I've dated people that, you know, they end up, their exes end up being best friends and they're really close and it can feel awkward at times, but truly it is just a, a friendship. Um, is it that sort of a situation or is it unclear? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's probably that, but I don't really believe in that being a good thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it works for some, it doesn't for others. I mean, if he, if it's something that you just got to communicate and tell him why, and if he's not receptive to it, then maybe that's something that leads to a further conversation of, you know, what makes sense for you both long-term, because ultimately you want somebody that chooses you and you know, you don't want somebody to cut their, their friends out, but also if you're going to invest your time with somebody, you want them to, you know, re- reciprocate in ways that make you feel safe. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. Yeah. I hope that helps. Thanks. It does. I'll have a talk with them. All right. Well, thank you, Zoe. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hi, Tessa. This is Tyler. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah. What's going on? Let's hear it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is hard. Uh, so my girlfriends and I were out uh, the other night and we ran, it was like a girl's night out. You know, we do this every few months and we ran into, um, we ran into some of my husband's buddies, weirdly enough. Um, and then we, they just sort of joined us and kind of tagged along with us for the rest of the night, which was kind of fun. It wasn't expected, but it was fun. We were all having a good time. Um, and then later, uh, we were all dancing on the dance floor and just like, out of nowhere, one of his friends kissed me. And, but that's, honestly, that's not even the worst part. The worst part is that I kissed him back. And um, for what it's worth, I was, I was a little buzzed. I mean, I know that's not an excuse, but I just wanted to add that. And I feel like garbage. I feel like absolute garbage. Um, but so later that night, um, he texted me just, you know, begging me not to tell my husband, obviously, because they're really good friends. And and I don't know what to do. Honestly, I don't know what to do. I don't like keeping things from my husband. We don't have that kind of relationship, you know, but at the same time, I'm, I'm terrified of telling him. I mean, this I, I don't want to lose him. I don't want to get a divorce. I, I don't know what to do. I also don't want to hurt him, you know. Yeah. So it, it's like. Maybe it's better if I don't tell him because it didn't mean anything. You know, it was just a stupid mistake and it's never going to happen again. And I don't even know it's, if it's just one of those things I can just bury and never, you know, pretend it never happened. But I'm also scared because it was his buddy. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, I totally get that. I totally get that. I think um, it is sticky because even though it didn't mean anything, it still happened and it affects your relationship. I think, you know, I don't know your relationship and the dynamic between you and your husband. So I'll just speak for myself. I think if I was your husband, I would rather know than not know. And then if I found out, you know, years down the road, it may feel like a bigger deal than if it was like a, hey, 
things got out of control, made a mistake. I am so sorry. Never going to happen again. You know, I think, I think that typically honesty with me is always the best policy and it tends to hurt less. It might sting a bit at first, but at least, at least you can sleep at night knowing that, you know, I was told sort of a thing. Um, But it, but it is tough. It's tough. I, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, it's one of those things. I wish that there was, I wish it was something that I could give you a yes or no, this is the right or or wrong thing, but it's, it's a situational thing. But if it was me, I would like to know, I think. It's, it's extra complicated because it is his friend and it was so stupid. And it, I mean, what you're saying, that's actually my gut instinct. I mean, I want to tell him, but I'm just so terrified of seeing his face. And I'm also terrified of him changing how he feels, just changing how he feels about me. And, but, you know, if this was a stranger, I feel like, well, I could probably keep this, you know, bury it and keep this my secret for the rest of my life. But even though his friend is begging me right now not to tell him, yeah. what if one day he does decide to tell him? I don't know. I mean, but I also don't want to ruin their friendship. And it's, oh, God, <sighs> what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I hear you. I, so I had a similar experience in the workplace where somebody tried to kiss me. But I think the biggest difference there was just, even though nothing happened, I still felt the need to communicate it to my partner. And it made a big difference in our relationship, just knowing what happened. I think having it, not knowing can sometimes create a bigger issue, if that Do you think this helps is, at all. You think I'm going to, you think my marriage is in jeopardy over this? Do you think that's I, the thing I'm scared of the most? Yeah. I mean, I don't know the, the dynamic of your marriage. I, I think I would have an easier time if my partner came to me and said, I made a mistake. I kissed somebody. It meant nothing. It was like one second. We were dancing and things were crazy, but I don't know. You know, I don't know how he would react. I don't know the long term history there, but um, in my opinion, honesty is always the best policy. Yeah. I know it's hard, but I hope that's just, that's, that's what I would do. You're, you're pretty much, you're pretty much, yeah, it's, it's pretty much how I feel. You're, you're sort of validating, but um, thank you. Of course. Of course. I hope that helps and hopefully everything works out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Tessa. Hi, Renee. It's Tyler Scanlon. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? How, how can we help today? So I am 32 and I'm single okay. and I'm just in a place where all my friends are married. They're starting to have kids and I just find myself getting invited to more bridal and baby showers and actually out to like dinner and drinks. You know, I've been trying the apps, but I just have not had a lot of success on them. And I try to go out, but I just don't have very many friends willing to just go out and grab a drink with me anymore. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, if you can help me, like, what are some other ways I can try and meet men besides the apps and bars? That is a good question. So I'm 33, I'm married, and I would say my friends are 50-50 split between being married and having like a whole herd of children and still out at the bars. (laughs) So... Um, it's tough. Do you like, what are, what sort of hobbies do you enjoy doing? Well, I'm really into fitness. You know, I like to go to the gym. I like to hike. 
Um, but it's really hard because when you go to the gym, everyone's kind of in their zone and no one really wants to approach you, especially, you know, out here. So it's just challenging to, to meet someone. Yeah. Yeah. I would say maybe in the gym, I mean, guys, guys are shy. Guys are, we're like, we're the worst. If we, 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 most of us have no game, myself included, like zero game. So sometimes if you see a guy that you have your, your eye on, maybe you make the first move, which isn't, you know, the norm or what we're used to, but sometimes that's what it's going to take to make somebody, you know, come talk to you. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I just have to work up the nerve to do it. <laughs> it's not the easiest thing. Yeah, I believe I, being being married, I do not miss that. So I was never good at it. And I just, yeah, but sometimes that is what it takes. And maybe in the gym or, you know, maybe out hiking, maybe as you're passing by somebody, some stud will walk by and you'll ask them what time it is or something. I don't know. Don't just don't be afraid to make the first move, I think. Thank you. I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. Thanks Have so fun. much. Thank you. Bye, Renee. Bye. Hi, Mary. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Sure. What's um what what's going on? Okay, so here's the deal. Um, my boyfriend and I, uh, we've been together for three years, and he wants us to buy a house together. Um, our finances so far are completely separate. And I just feel like that is like a huge major first financial commitment together. And his thinking is kind of like, I'm not taking our relationship seriously because I have hesitations about that. So I guess I'm just wondering if you guys have any advice for like an unmarried couple, an unmarried couple trying to buy a house together. Well, Good thing you should ask. I am a realtor, so that actually works out well. Um, oh, but good. That, that is a big decision, both financially and relationally. Um, do you, are there plans to be married, or are you guys still trying to figure it out? I mean, I feel like we're in it to win it, but we're not engaged, so you know. Would you, if, you were, if you were engaged, would it make the decision ultimately easier to buy a house? I mean, a little bit, just because there's a commitment there that as boyfriend and girlfriend isn't there. Is that a financial big step? So, yeah. Well, if you're in it to win it, then I mean, maybe it wouldn't be the worst idea to have a conversation with them and say like, Hey babe, I'm in this, you know, you're in this. We, we want to start a family or, or just buy a house, start a future, but it feels weird to combine our finances and invest in something that we're paying off for the next 30 years when my left finger is still very barren. Right. You know? Yeah. Do you think that, how do you think he would react to something like that? I mean, I, I don't really know. Cause to me, it's like, if you want to move in together, then like what difference does it like might as well get married. But I don't know. I feel like maybe he's like a little bit weird about marriage because of like his situation with his like parents being divorced and all that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of a sticky situation, I guess. That makes sense. So do you, do you guys not currently live together now? We do live together now, but we rent. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big decision and if marriage isn't for everyone either, but you know, buying a house is essentially the same thing. You're locking yourself into something for, you know, most times 30 years. So 
you got to really like the person. They, they got to <laughs> stick it out with you. Yeah. So maybe a conversation. I don't know. That's, that, that's a tough one. But that way, at least if you can communicate on both sides, then no one is left feeling resentful or like, you know, left out to dry. Right. Well, and I guess I too also like it sounds crazy to say because we're not married, but like I want to make sure we're both like legally protected, like both of us. So neither one can like screw the other one with like, oh, we're leaving you with a 30 year mortgage. You're stuck. So totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, it's a big it's a big commitment on both sides. And if you guys are, you know, if, if you're both in it, it's an awesome thing. And if you're not, then, yeah, somebody could get stuck with a big bill for sure. All right. Well, if we find a place, I'll make sure I send you the specs so you can give me your realtor brain on it. Send it over to me. I will give you all the info I have. Okay, great. All right, Mary. Thank you so much. Thanks. Have a good day. You too. Well, that wraps it up. Thanks for all your calls today. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Welcome back from your break. I'm your guest host today, Tyler Staniland, on How Men Think. We are going to get into the Q&A now. Um, how did you and your wife, Brittany, meet? We, we actually met, well, it's funny, our... Essentially, I slid into her DMs with the worst pickup line possible. I, she was at an event. She looked amazing. And I said, Town, USA, population you. And it took, it took her a couple of days to respond because it was so lame. But she did. And I redeemed myself with a couple lines. But um, oddly enough, we actually had a few, a, well, a few, a couple of our exes dated. And so we were like aware of each other. And there was this weird that it was like the universe was like pushing us together kind of from in a strange way. Um, but yeah, really bad pickup line. And somehow she responded. Um, what was your first date like with Brittany? My first date was super scary. All first dates are scary. Um, but even more scary because I started off on a weird foot with a bad pickup line. And then, 
you know, I was so nervous. I barely spoke. And luckily she's very outgoing and lovely and kind of carried the whole conversation until I could drink enough margaritas to formulate sentences. Um, so I was super nervous. Um, when did you know she was the one? I knew she was the one pretty quickly. She's very, she's an, an incredible human. She's smart and funny and down to earth and just the most lovely human ever. And like nobody I've ever met. So it was very quick to know she was the one. You got married in 2020. What is one thing you've learned in marriage that you feel like might help other couples? Um, I think you just have to, to laugh. I think marriage will teach you to laugh. When we got married, it was, there was a potential, at that point it was a potential pandemic looming and we got married in LA, which is usually 80 degrees and sunny. And for some reason that day it was a high of 50 and it was raining and it was cold and kind of everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. And we just kind of had to laugh. And so it was just a good lesson right off the bat. You know, we canceled our honeymoon. It was just one of those funny things. And I think that's something that marriage teaches you is you just have to find somebody that you want to make it through those times with. Um, how are you approached to do the show? I was approached, well, I was approached from producers um, initially, and then I was kind of talking with Jason about coming to the brokerage. So it was kind of a combination between going to the Oppenheim group and then also production, knowing that they were trying to cast this show. Um, and they both just kind of aligned at the same time, which was, which was good timing. Um, how has the attention shifted towards you since the show aired? Um, that's tough. I mean, the show's only been out for a little bit now. And um, I think we're all just kind of riding this wave and all doing interviews for the first time and podcasts and things like that. So it, it is, it's a strange change and we're all dealing with trolls on the internet and keyboard warriors and, and things that, you know, we didn't ever face previously. Um, but I don't know if things feel different. Ultimately I, I'm still, you know, selling real estate and being able to go surf and see my friends. And so nothing has really changed yet, which feels nice. Um, where does your friendship with Kayla stand now? Kayla and I are totally fine right off the bat, right away. We squashed it. And I think in the show, spoiler alert, you'll kind of see my frustration that it almost feels like the Kayla situation is being used as a weapon to kind of solve drama or, or create drama amongst cliques. Um, and so Kayla and I are fine. We've been fine. We communicated. Our friendship has a, a big, you know, wall between it now, but we're good. I don't know that it will ever be what it once was and that's okay, but that's where we stand and it's healthy and good. Um, onto some dating relationship questions. Why is it hard for men to express their feelings? I think it's a good question. I think, I think it's hard for men to express their feelings because we always want to be tough and we're taught to, you know, suck it up and not be a wuss. Um, whatever, whatever we're taught younger, I think, I think we're starting to see though a lot of change around mental health and specifically with men and their mental health, um, which is awesome. And something that has been needed for a, a long time that it's okay to share your, your feelings. Um, but you know, in some cases, maybe people are just quiet. Like I'm just, I, I'm just quiet and I'm, 
I'm, I'm not quick to speak. I'll have to sit with something and think about it. And sometimes even write it down before I can express it the way that, that I want to. So that's, that's the other thing too, is sometimes people just express feelings differently. And it's important in dating to find somebody that communicates similarly to you or somebody will be left feeling resentful. Um, do men like when women play hard to get? Some men, yes. Some men love the chase and they always want it. And the minute they don't have it, it's like this instinctual thing where they need something else to go chase. Others, it will drive them crazy. Personally, I don't like the chase. I hate the chase. I think it's stupid. I don't want to play games. If you like me and I like you, why are we running? Let's just, you know, hang out. So, but some men do, some men love it. I think it's an instinctual thing. I think it's like, it goes back to hunter, like the hunter gatherer instinct or something. Um, what is the proper amount of time to wait to go on a date with somebody that used to date a friend? That's tricky. Um, I would say never. Well, it depends on the friend. When I was younger, I dated a friend's ex-girlfriend and it was just the worst. It was for no reason. And he was a good buddy of mine. And I didn't know how long, how much time had passed or how close they really were when they, they dated. We were close growing up and then kind of went our own ways. And then I started dating with this girl. And then once I was dating her, the damage was done. And luckily now we're great friends and I apologized, but kind of one of those things where you don't really double dip if you love your friend enough um, or it's worth having a conversation with. But my opinion is there is never enough time. It's a no-go. Red flag, don't do it. Why do men seem to want what they can't have? I think it goes back to the chase. I think men like to accomplish things. And I mean, people like to accomplish things, but I think it's in a man's DNA to want to accomplish and create and be the alpha. And when they don't have something and they're able to find a way to get it, it like ticks this instinctual thing, this instinctual box. Um, but that's another thing that's, that goes back to the chase. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't have that in me, luckily. Um, does a man having an established career play a role in when they might want to settle down or does it depend on the right partner? That's a tough question. I think it, I think it depends on the right partner. And sometimes the right partner is willing to stick it out with you while you guys are, you know, still growing in your careers. But there are certain industries in which, you know, men and women have to put their, their head down and really focus. Um, you know, let's say you work on Wall Street or you're an attorney. Um, there's so much, you're, you live in an office and there's so much that you have to do and accomplish before you have the flexibility and freedom. But when you meet the right person and you know it, it's pretty hard to put anything else in front of them, um, especially if you're both choosing each other and making each other a priority, then, you know, it kind of shifts. But I will say, you always want to choose somebody that, ch that chooses you back. If somebody hasn't chosen you and you are chasing them, it's not a great feeling. So choose somebody that chooses you. Well, that is the end of the Q&A. Thank you so much for calling in today. I, again, am your guest host, Tyler Staniland on how men think. Um, please check out Selling VOC on Netflix. And if you want to see more behind the scenes or more about me, you can find me on Instagram at Tyler Stanilan. Hope I was able to give some sort of helpful info and hope you have a great rest of your day. This is How Men Think, an iHeartRadio London audio production. Listen each Thursday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.